Hello, hello, and welcome to Conversations with N. I know, guys, it's been a minute, it's been a hot, or it's rather been a cold minute. It, I've taken a while to talk on this podcast, but I'm here now. It's been pretty crazy. Um, work has been pretty crazy, so trying to plan myself and stuff and trying to figure out how I can make time and record the podcast. Let's just say I've not planned myself properly, but I'm working on it and I'm hoping that <laughs> that I can be consistent because like I said in my previous podcast, at the end of the day, it's all about consistency and I'm really looking forward to sharing stuff with you guys, but also just keeping myself accountable, keeping myself consistent. And while I was thinking about this, I I realized that sometimes we're really hard on ourselves, especially when we're in a funk, because I've been in a funk since the year began. My expectations of how my year would be are not really, let's just say I'm not meeting my expectations. And that can put you into into a funk. You know, when you think that, okay, at the end of the year, you've planned your stuff out and you think that you're going to have a pretty great year, you're going to start off well, and then things just don't start off the way you thought they would or things don't work out the way you thought they would. Then you start questioning stuff and that can put you in a pretty crazy funk. And that's where I've been at. But as I was thinking about it, I'm like, okay, so what happens when you're in a funk? Because the thing about funks is that they just have a way of draining you. And the what I don't like about it is that it can also lead to depression. It can lead to anxiety. It can lead to a lot of mental health issues. Because there's the minor funk and then there's the severe funk that you just don't seem to get out of. But what I'm suffering from now is the minor funk. And I want to talk about that. So how do we deal with a funk? You know, there are different types of funks. Like I said, there's the severe one. There's a, And this is based on me, not based on what, not based on any books I've read, just based on my observations. So don't take it <laughs> too personally or rather don't take it as credible advice. I don't know if I should say that. Yeah, don't take it like professional, factual advice. It's based on my personal experience. Um, I've noticed that there are quite a number of funks. There's the severe funk. The severe funk is what you really need to watch out for because it's the one that can lead you into further things like depression. It can lead you into... I actually think that a severe funk is a sign, a telltale sign of depression or, or, or anxiety or just something that's off in terms of your emotion, your emotional stability and your mental stability. But there's also the mid-funk, which is not too bad, but it's also not a good place to be in. Then there's the minor funk, which happens. For example, you had an you had a plan. Maybe you were supposed to go out with your friends, but then it didn't work out the way you thought it would. So you end up feeling bad about it. There's also like maybe sometimes you have you you thought that your week would be a certain way, but it didn't pan out the way you thought it would be. So you end up feeling crap about yourself. You you don't want to do much. Your energy is low. Now that's a minor funk because probably three to four days and you're out of it and you're going on with life. But I want to talk about like how we can come out of it. 
this is also based on my own personal experience. I tend to suffer from funks quite a lot. There's a time it was quite severe where I had depressive moods, but lately I've been at least able to manage that. But like I said earlier, um, currently, or rather, yeah, I've been going through, I'd say, a minor stroke mid funk where I just I, I felt like things are not going right. Things are not working out the way I thought they would work out. But when I was going through it, of course, it was just me in my in my little bubble. But now as I'm coming out of it, um, I wanted to share like some of the things that I've been doing to deal with it. Because, you know, I feel like if we don't share some of these things, there could be someone who is really trying to get out of it, whether it's the minor funk, it's the mid funk, or maybe they, they're on their way to a severe funk and they just don't know what to do to get out of it. So maybe what I share may be helpful. If it's not, it's still okay. But yeah, <laughs> so funks. Um, the one thing I realized with the funk is that you first have to figure out what kind of funk you're in. So this is the point where if you suffer from funks quite a bit, you that's when you'll know, okay, I'm heading towards a severe funk. Like I personally know when I'm heading to a severe type of funk that can lead me back to my depressive days or I'm heading or I'm in a midway funk or I have a or I have a small or I have a minor funk. So that's the first thing you need to figure out. What kind of funk are you feeling, you know? So the minute you figure that out, then you can begin to plan and see how to go about it. But the thing about funks is that they're a part of life. It will always be there. You'll always Things will always find a way to not go the way you expected them to. And the thing about expectations is that as much as you will always have expectations, you won't always be able to meet them. And people will also let you down because... I feel like as human beings, we tend to set such high expectations on each other. And it's only normal that sometimes people are not able to meet such expectations. But the minute that happens, you need to figure out, okay, if I'm feeling this kind of way because of where I'm at in this in this in in my life or something like that, um you need to you need to ask yourself, okay. So this is where I'm at. I'm currently feeling like this. Um, does it mean that I'll always feel like this? No, it actually doesn't mean that. But does it mean that it's something that will come back? Yes, because funks are a part of life. They'll always be there. And the minute you accept that, the minute is the minute. That's the minute you can begin to like go through it and work through it. Because if you feel like everything that happens to you is there, it means that like it's the end of the world, then you're in for a long road because at the end of the day, these things happen. You'll constantly find yourself feeling low. You'll constantly find yourself feeling sad. And that's because that's just how life is. You have, it's it's like, I like thinking of life as a curve, you know, like a bumpy curve. So the moments that you're high and the moments that you're low. But at the end of it, you'll still always, what, what I really like about it is that even in moments where you're high and the moments where you're low, you'll still, you, you get to be 
where you're at. You get to go through those motions. And that's my second point, that once you accept the fact that funks are a part of life, you also need to accept that you need to go through it. Yeah. Don't be in denial. Don't brush it off. Don't be like, oh, I don't, I'm not, I'm not sad. If you're sad, say that you're sad, you know, accept, first accept it. When you accept that you're going through that funk, then that's when you can actually start feeling it. And when you allow yourself to feel it, then you can, then you can allow yourself to not only go through the motions, but also later on work on it. And I feel like for a lot of people, we tend to, as much as yes, we're going through our funks, we tend to brush it off and be like, no, I'm fine, I'm okay. But when you say that you're fine, you're also lying to yourself. And the worst thing I feel is to lie to yourself because when you lie to yourself, then you're technically not helping yourself. And when you, and if you can't even help yourself, other people won't even be able to know how to help you. Yeah. So the first step is just accepting that, okay, funks are a part of life, but also I can, I'm allowed to go through this. So if I'm feeling crappy, let me feel crappy and allow yourself to feel crappy. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Allow yourself to go through it. If that's the moment where you want to cry, you want to be angry, as long as you don't harm yourself and you don't harm other people, you can allow yourself to go through those moments. But, but this is mostly for people who suffer from minor funks. Maybe you're going through a minor funk or a mid-funk. For severe funks, I definitely think that it's not only is it a telltale sign of something deeper, but it's this is the point where you need to open up to someone, probably see a therapist or talk to a close family friend or a friend, someone who you, or a mentor, someone who you know can help you through this. Because severe funks need, they need more help because it's, it, it's a telltale sign of something that's happening deeper. But that doesn't mean that a, a minor funk cannot be a telltale sign. Sometimes minor funks, if they happen too frequently, are also a telltale sign. But I'm talking to the people who once in a while you go through that minor funk and it just throws you off completely. So allow yourself to go through it. Allow yourself to feel bad. Allow yourself to be like, okay, so clearly life is not working the way I thought it should be. And I feel horrible. And it's okay. <laughs> you know, if you want to eat ice cream, if you want to um, eat, well, not emotional eating, that is. But if you want to have some ice cream, you want to, you know, just lay back and not do anything, you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to feel bad. You're allowed to have time for yourself. Uh, yeah. And you're, basically, the aim is allow yourself to feel it. Allow yourself to go through those motions. And once you've gone through those motions, once you've allowed yourself to basically be in that very moment, because that there's, there's something about a funk. Yes, it's not a good place to be in, but I, it's also an interesting place to be at because it allows you to also be very reflective on stuff. Have you noticed that? Because I've noticed that about myself, that when I'm in a funk, I tend to feel like, yes, I feel like things are not going right. And I, sometimes I go into the no-go zone, which is the self-pity. But when I actually allow myself to now think about things logically, I realize, okay, so this is happening and this could have been the cause of it, but it also allows me to have hope and be like, this, I can do something about it. And that's where you need to get to because once you allow yourself to go through the motions, you're also basically letting your, your, your body rid of that funk. 
I don't know if that makes sense, but you're kind of letting yourself, you're letting yourself go through the motions, but you're also letting yourself um, heal through it. And while you're healing through it, you then start being reflective. And this is the moment you start, this is actually the, the minute you start being reflective, that's the best time to now start working on a plan on how you can reset, you can recharge and you can keep going. Because that's the thing about life. Life will bring you down, but you have to keep going. And as much and as cliche as that sounds, that's exactly what happens. You have to be able to keep going. You have to be able to just summon energy and keep going. And this is so the minute you start feeling that you're being reflective, start working on your plan. Um, it can be a plan on, for example, let's say um you had I'm trying to think of an idea. Um, so you had, okay, so maybe you had a plan and you needed to, you needed to, okay, this is my mind going blank because I'm not, I can't seem to figure out an idea. <laughs> okay, let me think of my personal experience. So currently, last year, I had a very good financial year and things were going well, but this year I'd say my financial side has taken a bit of a turn and I wasn't dealing with that very well because I, last year I was able to I was able to do a lot of stuff, but this year I'm very careful with what I'm doing because I didn't have as much money. I I had more money last year than I did this year. <laughs> to just put it out blankly like that, or rather plainly like that. And realizing that, okay, so maybe how my expectations of how I thought this year would be are not exactly, is not exactly what's happening. And now that I've gone through it, I'm starting to think to myself, okay, so yes, you may not be able to, you may not be making the amount of money you were making last year, but that doesn't mean that you can't, come up with a plan that will allow you to make more money. So I wouldn't have been able to do that at the beginning because I was still going through the funk. I was still feeling horrible about the fact that I'm where I'm at. But now that I've gone through the the, the funk and now that I'm in a reflective mood, I'm starting to think, okay, what can I do that will allow me to to make the kind of money that I'd like to make. So what? how can I diversify my sources of income? So does that mean I need to learn new skills? And that's the thing I'm talking about. That's the type of plan. So you're able to make a plan. You're able to make a plan that will allow you to keep going, that will allow you to reset, that will allow you to basically have energy to start again. And what's life if we can't start again, you know? So... Once you're able to make a plan, you're able to, I feel like it allows you to be like, okay, I now have something to do. I can now get myself out of this. And that's very important because when you, I feel like when you, when you give up, then that's when, the minute you give up, then that's it. You know, when you give up, it's basically, that's basically, that's it. You're done. <laughs> You need to be able to get yourself to keep going. And that's where the plan really helps. Because when you're making a plan, you're telling yourself, you know what? I fell down seven times, but I'm getting back on eight, on this eight. I'm getting back. Um, I'm going to go for what I want. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to. And 
that's what we need to be doing. We need to keep trying. That's the only way you start dealing with a funk. Funks are there to bring you down and they'll always be there. But you get to choose. You get to choose whether you want to give up and keep feeling the funk and keep getting deeper into it. Or you can keep, you can get up and be like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I don't even know how I'm going to figure this out, but I'm going to try. It just takes one step. Something else you can really do, which I actually do, is I also pray. Because prayer for me is a very important aspect in my life. The Remember when I said that sometimes you actually don't even know how to figure something out? For me, that's that's basically like 90% of my life. I never know how to figure stuff out. But when I pray, I have this sense of reassurance, this sense of peace. And the thing about prayer is that it's not even one way. It doesn't have to be one way, you know? And actually, we're encouraged for it to not be one way. When you're spending time in God's word, he's also speaking to you. While you're reading his word and while you're praying, that moments where you can be praying and you just, something comes into your mind. I personally believe that that's, prob- that's God speaking to you. It could be a thought, it could be a song, it could be a verse. It could be someone saying something that resonates with you, you know? And that's the thing about prayer. When you pray and you allow and you actually be honest with God. Because I used to have this problem where I assumed that after all, since God is my creator, he knows what my problems are. He knows I don't need to tell him. But I feel that you know, the more the more I spend time reading his word and the more I get to hear other people also talk about his word, I realize that He's really what he's really yearning for is for us to have an intimate relationship with him. And when you have an intimate relationship with someone, you they really want you to be honest with them. They want you to rely on them. They want to know that you trust them, you know, that you trust and believe that they have your back. And I feel like that's what God wants from us, that he wants us to not only stop sinning and to live a life that is right and according to his will, but to also be his children, to to take that power, to take that chance he's given us of being his children, you know. So spend time in God's word, pray about it, share share your share your troubles with him. Like actually be honest about it. Because as much as yes he is our creator and yes he knows your every waking thought, he still wants you to say it yourself. Because he can't help you if you don't say it. He knows it, but he's not going to help you if you don't say it. And sometimes there are things that you may not be able to say because you don't even have words for it. And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. Because the Holy Spirit is constantly praying for us, constantly grieving and praying and sharing with God about troubles that we can't even put into words. Actually, just talking about that really makes me happy because the moments where when you're in that funk and things are just not going right and you don't even, you can't even cry because it's so hard. You know, have you ever been in such a moment where it's just so hard? You don't even, you can't even make sense of it. Even if someone asks you like, what's wrong? You don't even know where to begin. And just knowing that the Holy Spirit actually grieves and 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 praise for us honestly praise for us in ways that we cannot even begin to understand because he puts he he knows what we're going through because he's in us you know 
So for me, that gives me hope. It gives me hope that regardless of what I'm going through, God has my back. And there's this belief that I've had some people saying that um, questions like why, if God is so good, then why do bad things happen in the world? Or why are bad things happening to good people? I believe that at the end of the day, good and bad things will always happen to people because that's the kind, we live in a world that's full of sin. And at the end of the day, God also gave us free will. So yes, as much as things are happening in the world, he allowed people to have free will because if we didn't have free will, then he'd be able to control every every single thing that is happening. And that doesn't mean that God is not in control, but it means that he allowed us to make decisions. And hence, some of the decisions that are made are end up having consequences. So as a Christian, it doesn't mean that because I'm a Christian, bad things are not going to happen to me. Bad things happen to Christians as well. Christians can become depressed. Christians can go through anxiety. Christians can have suicidal thoughts because we're still we're still in the same world. We're still in the same fallen world. And at the end of the day, the only our only hope lies in Christ. Our only hope lies in in our rock, who is Christ and who is God. Yeah. So back to the funk. <laughs> but yeah. Um, back to the funk, like I was saying. Pray, spend time in God's word, share with him your troubles, share with him what you're going through, and listen. Learn to listen. I'm learning to listen right now. I I hopefully is it, can you say I hopefully hope? I hope no, actually you can't say that. I hope that um probably by the end of the year I'll be able to share more on what that experience has been for me but I'm really learning how to listen I'm really challenging myself to spend more time in God's word because I've noticed that the more time I spend in his word the more even when I'm going through my funks they're different from how my funks were last year because as much as I'm going through right what I'm going through right now I have I have like there's this sense of reassurance, but there's also when whenever I have like thoughts that put uh, put me down or make me feel horrible, I'm reminded of who I am as God's child. But also, I'm reminded of just some wise counsel that I've read through my devotions. So yeah, spend time in God's word, share with Him, talk to Him about what you're going through. And just listen because sometimes because he he will talk to you. Sometimes it may take a while, but it also it may take a while. But you, yeah, in, like I was saying, I don't know why I'm getting sidetracked like this. Okay, it may take a while for him to respond, but he will still respond. And I there's something I've heard so many times that. You never know. I think I've heard it from Elevation Church, from Pastor Fatik, that sometimes you 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 overlook what you're going through, but and assume that God is not listening. But the question is, it, not the question is, but the thing is, he, you're probably not seeing the fact that God wants to teach you something, or God wants you to learn something during this time. For, personally, I'm I'm starting to see this because. Last year, I was. I feel like I was very proud. I had a lot of, like, I based my happiness a lot on 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 money, and I had I'd already started to develop that mindset that what whenever regardless of uh, when if I have a lot of money, if I have money, I will 
always be able to afford what I want and I'll always be happy. But this year, not having the money aspect has really made me rethink a lot of things. First, the mindset that I had that money equates happiness, it's something that is no longer, it's let's just say it's something that is being broken down. I still struggle with it because there's still moments where I get a little money frenzy and start going crazy thinking about how I can make more money. But I have to keep asking myself, why do you have this need? Why do you have this reliance on money? Because there are so many people who probably make more money than you do but are not happy or are happy but are they really happy and do you want to be happy or do you want to have joy like those are so many there's so many things that I've started to reflect on can because I, I feel like I'd like to have joy and not happiness because happiness is based on external circumstances but I'd love to have joy which comes from God and I'd love to be content and those are some hopes that I have so just learning that as much as I may not be in the financial situation that I hoped I would be in, I'm still in a good place. I'm still I'm still able to eat. I still have shelter. I have clothes, you know. So it's not as bad as I make it out to be. And at the end of the day, these things are all temporary. And the person I need to rely on is God. Because God is the source of everything and he is the one who blesses me and allows for things to be in my life and for things to happen in my life. So I feel like what I'm learning right now in this moment is just don't rely on money. Money is not going to make you happy. Having more cash in your bank account or more cash than you know what to do with doesn't mean that you're going to be happy and happiness is based on external circumstances. And that's something that has really, really hit me hard. And it's really made me reflective because I started thinking, okay, so do you want to be happy or do you want to have joy? Like I said earlier, and do I want, like, where do I want to be? Like, what what priorities do I want to be in my life? And just having such questions has really, has really, made me reflective yeah so that's what I feel like I'm learning right now so you may be going through this funk but like I said earlier on that there are moments where you find yourself very reflective and those are the moments that you need to really take note of because those are the moments that God could be speaking to you but they could also be moments where you start looking at things differently and you start realigning some mindsets that you probably had um, breaking some mindsets that you also had so yeah pray and share your troubles but also listen and st- start um, being aware of what he could probably want to talk to you about or teach you about something else that I'd also like to recommend is talk to someone about it talk to someone who could be a close friend like I said earlier a therapist or a mentor um, Funks like I'd said earlier, are also telltale signs of something deeper that could be going on. If you find yourself going through a frequent funk, you really need to question that because could there be something deeper that you're not dealing with? Are you are you unhappy? Are you are you are you on are you about to are you like dealing with depression? So it could be minor depression, it could be severe depression. Um are you dealing with anxiety? Are you 
emotionally unstable? Are you burning out? You know, these are things that you need to start noticing as telltale signs because a funk here and there is normal, but a constant funk is a telltale sign that something is not working for you. It could be, are you burning out? You know, are you is is have you taken on too much than you can handle? So those are things you need to start being aware of, and it also allows you to build up on your self awareness because when you start getting to realize that okay, when I start feeling a certain kind of way, this means that I'm heading here. I actually heard this from someone that a friend of hers. Um, I, I can't remember who it was, but she was talking about how her friend notices that when she notices knows when she's about to burn out and the minute she, she the minute she starts having those symptoms she's she has already she already knows that she's going to burn out at some point so she organizes her leave days in a way that she's going to be able to take a week off two weeks off or a month off just for her. And that time allows her to not only recharge and reset, but to also try out new things. So be very um, conscious of what's happening. Don't just brush off your funks because your funks could be signs that something is off, something is not working. And especially if they're very frequent, you need to be very aware of it. Yeah. <laughs> and when you feel like it's something that you can't handle, talk to a friend about it, a close friend or a mentor or a therapist, you know, because when you talk talking to someone is I, I I can't remember the statement exactly, but a problem shared is what is it? A problem shared is half sold. I don't know. Is there something like that? I feel like I've had a statement like that. But the when you share when you share a problem, you feel it, there's almost this sense of relief, like I'm not alone and I can keep going and I can keep trying, you know. Um, but also, when someone else listens to your issue, there you need first of all you need someone who listens. Yeah, don't go to people who are just going to hit you with advice. No, 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 because there's some people who are very good at that. They don't listen. They just want to solve it because for them, they're like, what's the big deal? And also, those are two, they're very two, two dangerous people. People who just hit you with advice straight on before listening to what problem you had and people who brush it off. Those are the two types of people that you definitely should not go to. And they can be friends, they can be family, it can even be a therapist. Someone who, because I remember hearing this from, there's a man who gave a talk on, depression for men and depression not being an African, depression in an African man. I can't remember his name, but it was on YouTube on, I think, Engage, those Engage talks. And he was talking about how he went to a therapist who told him, your problem, I, I can't remember what he said, but basically the therapist just brushed it off and said that you just need to figure out how to deal with this. That is not a problem to be to be feeling, you know. And you don't need people who are like that because because people like that don't help you. They basically don't help you. And you need and when you're talking to someone, you by the time you're getting to share your problem, it's because you actually need someone to help you. You want someone to be able to walk you through it. So listen to your gut because sometimes we overlook our gut. And as much as people say that women have the strongest gut, which I I, I think so, but men also have a pretty good gut feeling. 
a good intuition. So listen to your intuition because sometimes it it is pointing you to to the right direction. When you have a feeling that someone is not going to be able to listen to you, don't share it, you know. Or sometimes you may have already found yourself that you've shared it and the person gives you either just talks to you and gives you like some crazy work advice or someone who just basically tells you that that's not that's a non issue you know um i feel like I, I actually wouldn't know how to figure out if someone can listen to you but i'm thinking that if you have i feel like if you if you if you know your friends and you've hung out with your friends a couple of times you should be able to know that this type of friend is like this because once in a while probably maybe you had a minor issue and they just hit you with some generic advice or they just brush you off so this but there's always I'm pretty sure there's a way we can find someone who can listen you know talk to your talk to you know sometimes actually the people that we least expected are the ones who are actually pretty good listeners um but yeah <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how you can figure out if someone is a good listener and someone can give you can be able to walk you through it. Um I don't know. I I think that it's just a much it's like a trial and error thing where you may get it or you may not, but the minute you share with someone, I think you should be able to know in like the first second or first minute if they're going to be able to help you out or not, you know. If if they if they're looking at you and they're listening, then that's a good thing because they're actually in tune and may sometimes they may not be able to point you out and be able to tell you that this is where this is what you can do or this have you tried this but sometimes you also just want someone who can listen and the good thing about people who just listen is that the fact that they've given you that that um attention the fact that they've given you they've allowed that they've allowed themselves to be in that moment really means a lot especially in a time where people are more focused on their screens than personal interaction so the main thing that i was saying is <laughs> before i deviated to other things is that talk to someone um find someone um find someone who can listen to you someone preferably someone who can listen to you here yeah. that's what i'd really like to emphasize on i wish i knew how to go about that how i wish i had tips on that but it's something to probably think about maybe it can be a later podcast you know how do you how do you find someone who can listen to you <laughs> um but yeah um don't be afraid to share your problem that's the biggest thing that's the biggest reminder don't be afraid to share your problem because when you share what you're going through when you share the funk that you're in you allow yourself to you are not only are you allowing yourself to be vulnerable which is very hard but you're also allowing yourself to have an out of body experience where you as much as you're the one telling the story you're the one sharing your story you're also listening to it which will allow your mind to be able to make certain patterns which brings me to my next point which is on journaling i've heard people say that journaling is only for writers and journaling can only be done by people who enjoy writing i personally don't believe that because for me journaling is not just writing journaling is our 
an, a way to express your thoughts. That's how I view journaling. And there's so many different ways you can do that. You can do that through poetry. You can do that through dancing. You can do that through um, you can do that through music. You can do that through writing. You can do that through um, drawing, painting, doodling, whatever it is that allows you to express your thoughts go for it because when you're going through that your mind is also in a reflective mode and the best thing about it is that it allows your mind to do something called mind mapping so you're able to figure you, you you're able to put things together and mind mapping is mostly done on paper but i feel like there could be a different way that it can be done that is not based on paper but when you're do, going through it it allows your mind to make connections which our minds are very good at because our minds are powerful <laughs> but our minds are very good at connections and building and making certain connections because while you're going through it you'll realize that this is if that's the first time you're going through that funk or it's not the first time you'll realize that maybe there's a certain thing that's there's a certain trigger that makes you get into a funk and you can that's that's when you can begin to deal with it because for example if you realize that Every time I talk to this person, I feel stressed out. Or every time this happens, I feel stressed out. And it leads me into a funk. Then you start thinking, okay, what can I do to deal with this trigger? What can I do to deal with this situation that clearly is making me get into a funk? I know that obviously this doesn't happen all the time. You can't, sometimes you may not be able to mind map all your your funks because sometimes funks come and go sometimes you have sometimes you can even have a two-hour funk you know like your boss talked to you in a certain way and just put you off and just spoiled your day or someone even stepped on your foot or you just walked woke up on the wrong side of bed like they say so those are the kind of funks that sometimes you're like ah, you know what yeah it's not my day but it's okay but for the bigger funks you know like the two day the three day the extended funks you need to actually be able to journal and i personally believe that journaling is a great way to express yourself it will allow you to figure yourself out and funks need that they need you to be able to figure stuff out because if you don't then you're not able to you're not able to ask for help or you're not able to you're not able to like get out of it yeah and a funk is an interesting place. It's It can be annoying to be in, but it can also trap you. So trying to, it's almost like trying to get out of a maze. You know that there's an end, but you still, you're not sure how to get out of it. But doing these things, things like journaling allows you to walk through it, you know. So yeah, I definitely recommend journaling because it's something I do and it's something that's really helped me out a couple of times when I'm when I feel like I just can't figure stuff out. I write because I love writing. I write down, I write down my thoughts. And you know what? You don't actually have to be good at writing. There's this misconception that you need to be good at writing. No, you don't. If you can write A to Z, you know your numbers, you're good to go. Because we all write one way or another. <laughs> So you just need to be able to put down your thoughts on paper. And it doesn't even have to be logical thoughts because no one is going to read what you're writing. As long as you're able to put express yourself, it could be something like, I hate this feeling. I don't like I don't like where I'm at right now. I don't like the fact that I don't have money. I don't like the fact that this is happening to me. I don't like this and this and this. 
And it can be just simple sentences like that, but you start noticing, okay, there's a pattern here. There's something that is clearly disturbing me and I need to deal with it. Yeah. So those are my tips on what you can do to figure to deal with a funk and mostly uh minor and mid funk, not a severe funk. A severe funk definitely recommend talking to someone a therapist, a mentor, um, someone who can help you professionally because severe funks, I feel like I'd I'd said earlier, are telltale signs that something is definitely off. And frequent funks are also signs that something is off. So for me, that I feel I'd definitely recommend seeking professional help or talking to someone who you know can help you. Yeah. So when you're in that funk, what shouldn't you do? Definitely do not go through the self-pity route. And that's something I tell myself all the time. I'm like, Nadia, do not go through the self-pity. And there are days that I have some major self-pity. But it's something to not feel because when you're going when you're going through self-pity, you're basically just exactly that. You're pitying yourself. You're making yourself feel crap about where you're at. And the thing about self-pity is that it doesn't solve anything. It makes you feel worse, actually. <laughs> so don't go through the self-pity route and you'll always find yourself there but you need to be able to remind yourself so whether you have mantras whether you have quotes that you use maybe it could be your inner coach trying to step in or your external coach um your inner coach is you is you the inner you and your external coach is someone someone who can it could be your mom it could be your friend it could be it could be a book it could be a song whatever it is that gets you out of that mood go for it you know talk to yourself remind yourself so whenever you feel crap about yourself whenever whenever you put yourself down and that's the thing self-pity does it puts you down it makes you feel like crap for lack of a better word you feel horrible um but you need to keep yourself you need to you need to like summon that energy so for personally i love dancing when i it doesn't mean i'm a good dancer but i enjoy dancing when i'm in a crappy mood so when i'm in a crappy mood i either dance or i eat some chocolate because chocolate just makes me happy (laughs) but yeah when i'm in a self-pity mood i get myself going because i'm like if i keep going this route i'm going to feel even worse and what's the point of feeling worse i'm already in a funk i can't get it can't get any worse than this you know but sometimes it does especially when you add self-pity so don't wallow in self-pity you are allowed to feel self-pity once in a while, but you also need to, as quickly as it comes, you need to get out of it as fast, you know, like <laughs> just be the flash and literally, you know, flash, I don't know, the flash of Marvel, like literally just get out of that zone as fast as it came. Something else you shouldn't do is you shouldn't be in denial, which I said earlier, do not be in denial because funks are going to be there. You will constantly have funks. Like I said, there are days you wake up and you're like, I'm not feeling this day at all. Like, why is it sunny? Why is it cloudy? Why did this person step on me? You know, like so many times you just have these days where you're like, oh, man, why? Why is this happening? But don't be in denial about it. Feel it and go through it. Go through it. I firmly believe that one of the best ways to deal with a funk or to get out of a funk is to allow yourself to be in that funk. Allow yourself to feel bad. 
do not wallow in self-pity for like five days. Wallow in self-pity for an hour or two. Get out of it as fast as you got into it, you know. But don't be in denial about it. You will constantly, and I can't emphasize this enough because I've noticed a couple of times that people will tell you to just, that's not a problem, or they'll brush it off. No, don't brush it off because brush eating, brushing, eh, brush eating off, gosh, what is that? Brush it, brushing it off means that you're not dealing with the situation, you know? It literally means you're sweeping, it's like sweeping dust under a rug. It's still there, you know? It's not gone away. It's still there. You'll still have to deal with it. The only problem is that it will accumulate and it will be more. So when you brush off a funk, you're just putting it in your funk box and it's just going to pile up and pile up and then it will become something that you can't even deal with. It will be a mountain that you don't even know where to begin. So don't brush it off. Don't be in denial. Allow yourself to go through it. Allow yourself to go through the motions. And yeah. <laughs> I have noticed that I love saying yeah, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I've really had a good time talking about this because I've been going through a funk and it's really been affecting how I've been doing stuff. But I'll keep saying this. I'm really going to try and make my podcast consistent because I really enjoy doing this. And for me, it's just all about accountability. It's all about commitments. And yeah, there are days I may not be able to, there may be weeks I may not be able to do it, but I feel like the best thing is just to keep reminding myself that there are days, it, it's not the end of the world and you can still keep trying, you know? Like I don't have to be so hard on myself. And that's the thing about self-pity, like I said earlier. Self-pity makes you be hard on yourself so there are days you won't be able to meet your expectations and it's okay. It's definitely okay as long as you keep trying. And that's that's the only thing we can keep doing in life, by the way. We just have to keep trying. We have to keep going because life will bring us down. It will bring us down, like crazy down. And there are moments you may not even know what to do. But that's, how, that's why we have God, you know, because God is good. And even if the world is bad, God is good. <laughs> Yeah, so thank you so much for listening to Conversations with Anne. I've had an amazing time talking to you about how to deal with the funk. Hopefully this is helpful. And I look forward to talking to you about whatever I'll talk to you about next time. <laughs> and yeah, so thank you for listening. Bye.